Hey y'all, hey, it is Coach Kelly J. All right, y'all, hey. As you can notice, my background is different. I'm sitting still in my home office where I do all my broadcasts from, but I'm sitting in my reading nook because I've been sitting at my desk all day. So I'm like, I need to switch things up a little bit and get over into my reading nook. So welcome to my space. I am dropping some real gems because I'm going to be sharing with you guys 10 things that keep coaches and consultants and basically any service provider from stepping into the seven-figure and multiple seven-figure space. Number one is being okay with being okay. Mm, Y'all, can we talk about it? If you are someone who, you're okay. That's someone who, you could do it, but you don't have to do it. It's okay if it doesn't happen for you. It's not my primary stream of income. I have other things that I do, blah, 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 blah. You're okay with being okay. Here's the downfall of the okay with being okay. The downfall of that is it wasn't for you anyway. When you become a coach and you step into this place, it's not really for you anyway. It was your assignment. So you being okay with being okay, and it's not even about you, it's kind of like we're not even going to touch on it because I've got nine more to go. You already know if it's you. If you sit in a space where you're like, you know, I'm good. I'm all right. You'll always be all right. Number two is that their messaging is very surface level. Your messaging has to be so good and your delivery of it has to be so on point that it makes the people that are meant to work with you, whose paths you're meant to cross, it makes them say, I gotta have it. That's me. It's my time. If your messaging is surface level, it won't be felt in the soul of the person you're trying to reach. When someone makes a decision to work with you, it's felt first, it's logic second. You got to keep that in mind. It's felt first, the decision that someone makes to work with you as a coach or, or a consultant, a service provider, they make the decision internally first and then their brain goes to logic. But if your messaging is very surface, you'll never make enough of a connection for them to say yes. Okay. Number three reason is that the coach or the consultant is really, and some of y'all are going to get mad at me, and this it's okay. It's okay. I'm okay with that. Some of you guys are low-key empowerment coaches, but don't have a real blueprint or framework that's designed to get someone a result. As a coach, you've got to create a signature framework, blueprint, roadmap. These are things that I teach inside of my program. Inside of all of my programs, I have a framework that gets you to the result that is designed to get you to the result. You still have to put in the work, but I teach a framework that is designed to get you to a result. Also in my programs, I teach clients how to create their own framework. Number four is they don't have a scalable business model. 
Here's the thing, as a coach, the whole World Wide Web will tell you, get as many clients as possible, get book blessed and busy, blah, 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 blah. I wanna be blessed out of those two, but I wanna be booked, but only in a certain way. And I don't want my calendar to be packed because you know what? I like the beach and the bank. And I don't want to work all day, every day. That's not life. They sold us a pipe dream of working eight hours a day, 40 hours a week. But it doesn't have to be that way, y'all. It doesn't have to be that way. If you are a coach, even if you were charging coach or consultant service provider, even when you're charging a decent amount, it's still not a scalable business model if you're meeting with eight to 10 clients a day. If you're any good and if, if we're working together, you're going to be good, okay? You're working all those hours and then you don't have any time left for your family. You don't have any time left for yourself. Your self-care time is out the window. There's no time for your kids. You don't know how to squeeze in a vacation. Just all the things. Having a scalable business model is one thing that allowed me to really step into that higher impact range and that higher income range, okay? All right, number five is they use social media more for consumption than they do production. If you have watched more videos than you have created, then you're in the consumption column, but you need to be in the production column. Number six, they're too scattered to become known for the one main problem they solve. You can have multi-passions, you can, but pick one, become known and paid for that one, and then that time freedom you create, go and do the other ones. That's how you run that play. It's not that you have to turn the other ones off forever. You just have to turn them off long enough to turn up the dial of impact and income for the one. When you build your brand in such a way that your name becomes synonymous in the marketplace with what you do, that's when you begin to get paid. That's when you begin to stand in your truth and people can see it on you what you do, right? Let me give you an example. When someone sends me a DM, one of the first things that I do is I'll go over to their page and I'll look and see if they have any videos uploaded. Not terrible if you don't have any videos uploaded. I have a program that starts you from the very beginning and brings you along and you'll be doing videos and whatnot before long. But I'm first looking for if they have video content on their page. If they have video content on their page, I play their video with no sound. Why? I play their video with no sound because you can see it on them. If there was no sound in the video that I'm making right now, and you could see my hand gestures, and you could see the way I move, and you could feel the energy, but you could hear nothing, you would know whatever she's talking about, she means that. Y'all with me? You would know she means that. So when you become synonymous with one thing, even though you're multi-passionate, it puts you in line to drop so deeply into that thing that you wear it. You own it. You become it. It is you. You are it. And the people that are designed and meant to attach to that, they don't give pushback. 
because they know this is my person. Number seven is you give too much access to you. You give too much access. You have to start limiting your access. Now, who does she think she is? When you begin to ascend up, to your next levels, everybody can't have access. You just gone on and you be mad at someone else. Y'all know I'm telling the truth. When you begin to ascend up, it's not that you're being uppity, you're being snooty, you're being bougie. It's not any of those things. You have to limit access to protect your energy because as you begin to ascend up, there's a field around you going up to your next level and you can't allow any and everyone to jeopardize that expansion level that you're going to. You can't do it. When you're ascending up, you are in too much of a vulnerable, tender, you're not wounded, but you're open. And if somebody tries to impart something negative when you're open, and, and they may drop it in there when you're open. And if you're around people, you're susceptible to influence. Susceptible to be influenced by the wrong people. You're at risk. As you're ascending up, you're entering into a space that you haven't been in before. And so because of that, you're outside of your comfort zone. So it is very easy for someone in your space to say something to you that's going to make you drop back down to your comfort zone. It's easier to drop back down to your comfort zone than it is for you to go up to that next level. If you're a five and you're trying to go to a six and you've been a five for a long time and now you're trying to go to a seven and now you're trying to go to an eight and now you have a four talking about some five stuff, it's easier for you to drop down to five, are y'all with me, than it is for you to keep going up to eight and nine and ten. And especially, especially, Especially if you're not around 8, 9, and 10 people that are speaking that 8, 9, and 10 talk and that have had those 8, 9, and 10 experiences that you're trying to step into, that you're trying to have access to. If you're down here talking to, to fours and fives and twos and ones and maybe a six here and there, you're too susceptible. Cannot give too much access to your energy. You know when I have my five-day challenge once a month? I do it once a month. And although it's only 90 minutes a day, it really consumes my whole week, if I'm being honest. Because the challenge is from 6.30 to 8 p.m. All during the day, I am processing. I am stepping into the energy of what's to be delivered for that particular group of people that are in the room that month. That's energy, you guys. So much is going out of me that my lifetime is 90 minutes, but my energetic tapping into and tuning up and presence is all day. So I only can do that once a month. I lay it all out. Number eight is they don't have a high ticket program. I was talking to one of my coaching groups earlier about this. I mean, they have clients, but some of them are not charging enough. They have not stepped into the place where they're charging enough to even relax 
and have some time to themselves. So I had to shake it up a little bit and tell them these prices that some of you guys have, people are not even going to take you seriously with a low price. You want to attract premium buyers. And if you have a price that a premium buyer would be like, if I see something 500, I'm like that. You're going to coach me for $500. No, that I'm not even taking it seriously. So as you move into the space of changing someone's life and or business, and you want to step into the seven figure, multiple seven figure space as a coach, eight figures next year for me is you have to be charging a price that warrants that income and we can't stop there. It's not just out here be charging. You have to give that result and you have to give those experiences. Okay. I have a high ticket program that is $35,000. That's just one of my programs. But when I tell you anything we do together is going to be top notch, it's going to be top notch. When those women step into a space of anything that we do together, it is premium and it is luxury. And I mean that with every fiber of my being. Number nine is some coaches, they don't leverage the assets they have already created. Over the years, I've been coaching for a long time. Over the years, I've taught literally hundreds of classes. Some of those classes and lives that I've taught, I leave them up for a little while and then I have my team pull it because I don't do those kinds of you know things in my business anymore. Now that I have a team, y'all, we're a team of 12 now. My team will pull certain videos that I tell them, all right, pull that one. And we will put it on the website and sell it. Leverage your assets. There's always something that you can do with the content that you are creating. Number 10 is they don't plan ahead with forward projections. They just wing it. When you wing it, you don't know what your numbers are. And if you don't know what your numbers are, then it's hard to project where you're going. So that's how I've shared 10 things with you guys that I've gone through, some of which I've gone through myself, that has afforded me the opportunity to step into the seven-figure, multiple seven-figure spaces coach shooting for eight figures next year. I will continue to give back. I will continue to, to share live and give you guys insight to some of the things that I had, some of the things I didn't have. I'm always gonna stay in a coaching community as a client as well. So you guys have a good one. Thanks for joining me.